Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Hallelujah. Wow, let us pray. Father, thanks for your mighty Holy Spirit. Thanks for your word. Thanks for an opportunity in your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Let our lives be transformed. Let our lives be challenged for your good. In the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, please be seated. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I forgot that I was the one preaching it. <laughs> I was wondering what they were doing. Anyway, what a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing, what a blessing. You're welcome to the first Tuesday night special for 2023. Hallelujah. I believe that we're going to have a good time. You can see even the, the poster for... Tuesday night special has changed. Do you see it? Some people have made it onto the poster. And some people have made it off the poster. But it's great. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Just remember, if you are not on the poster, it's not personal. Okay? And if you are on the poster, it's also not a plus. It's just what we had. Amen. Just be happy. Amen. Wow. Mildred. Wow, what a blessing. Well, this evening for a very short time, I just want to speak to you and encourage all of us this year, 2023, to build the church of God. You missed a good place to say amen. The impression it gives me is that when the lady was singing, you thought she was joking because she was talking to us that we should build the house of the Lord or build the church of the Lord. And that's what I've come to talk to you about. Hallelujah. You should know that God wants to build his church. Amen. The primary thing God wants to do is to build his church. Jesus said to Peter in Matthew 16, 18, he said, Upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This is the primary thing that Jesus is doing. This is Jesus' method to stop the gates of hell from prevailing, from winning, from spreading, from advancing. Amen. Now, when the gates of hell are advancing, what it means is that more people are going to hell. More people or few people are being saved. Amen. A gate is an entrance into something. Amen. A gate is never a decoration. It serves as an entrance into something. So when Jesus said that, 
um, my response to the gate of hell is to build my church. What it means is that the church of God is his way of preventing people from entering into hell. Can somebody say amen? So God is, God's plan is to build his church so that people stop going to hell. Hallelujah. And I've come to encourage all of us to join in building the church of God. Join in doing what God wants to be done. I know that for you, your school is primary on your, what you want to do. Your school, your job, your marriage. Some of you, they, look, today I saw somebody's status of two people in love. I don't know whether they are getting married, but they are in love. And the person had written, the day I take a picture like this, and I post it on my status, and you don't view it. I will send it into your inbox. Yes. So, you, so for a lot of ladies, the most important thing to them is the day they get married. It's good. And if you want, if you're a lady, you should want to get married. I mean, if you don't get married, what are you going to do? How would you bring an end to your fornication? Are you coming along? For some of us, it's a job. They are all important. To get a job, to buy a house, to build a house, to buy a car. All these things are important goals and agendas we must have. However, God also has what is important to him. And I believe that seeing that God has the power to make what we are looking for come to pass we must also, in return, help him achieve what he wants to achieve. Even as a parent, when you see your child trying to do what you want that child to do, you, be, you, you, you become more favorable towards the child. I mean, just try being a parent for one minute. You understand what I'm saying. Amen. So if we will also give ourselves to build the church of God, Immediately, God will also start to build our lives. God will also start to help us with whatever we, we want to achieve. A job. God created the whole world. One job at FMB is what you think God cannot provide. I mean, let's be serious. There are seven, 8 billion people in this world. I'm sure out of the 8 billion, about 3 billion are men. Is there a husband God cannot give to you? Three billion men, at least. Is there a husband or is there a wife God cannot find for you out of five billion women? But God is also perhaps waiting for you to show interest in what he's interested in. God formed, God formed a whole human being. Do you think that it's your liver that he cannot fix? Do you think it's your stomach problem that he cannot fix? Do you think that it's your health problem that he cannot resolve? Maybe he's waiting for you to show interest in what he's interested in. Every parent, when your child is interested in what you are interested in, you help that child. All these children who are not interested in what their parents are interested in, they get very little. 
Yeah, because you are interested in some, your own something. Continue. Continue. So this year, let every single person be interested in building God's church. Build the basantes. Build the basantes. Build the branches. Hallelujah. Let us all build the church of God throughout my adult life. I've given my life to build the church of God throughout. Since I finished, even before I went to university. Building the church of God. All of us should get involved. Because, you see, the reason why we don't get involved is perhaps we don't know what happens when we join in building the house of the Lord. Abyssal place me, I'm busy, I'm building my family. I'm trying to build my family. A lot of these we are building our family. Go and check quarrels. Unsolvable quarrels. Quarrels. Oh, we are resting a little. It's the festive. Go and see how many times they've quarreled during Christmas season. Even they couldn't take a break on Christmas day for Jesus to be born. Yeah, if you like, go and see. Every day, husband and wife, nobody is talking to each other. They are at war. One wife told me just uh, a couple of um, moments ago, moments that include days, weeks, months, and years, that, I mean, we were just, it was, we were just tension. Yeah, there was tension. Do you understand tension? There was tension. Yeah, tense Christmas time. Can you imagine Jesus being born in tension? So whilst I was chewing my Christmas chicken, they were in tension. Tell your neighbor, tension. No, say it like the way I'm saying. I also went to school. Tell your neighbor, tension. Meanwhile, you say you are building your family. Do you, do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Now, pastor, are you saying we shouldn't build our family? Don't build your family and see who will build your family. Build, come on, build your family. Stop that rough there and build your family. But don't build your family at the neglect of God's house. Don't build it at the neglect. It's like you are so busy. We have started a new marriage. Like little people who got married in Christmas. We are a new marriage. We are building our marriage. You grow and come and learn. Better build the house of the Lord and let God build your marriage. Yeah. Build the house of the Lord and tax and tell God that God, as I'm building your house, build my marriage. Leave the building of your marriage to God and you come and join in building God's house. Yes. Yeah. You'll be surprised how much God will. Let me show you three different people who built the house of the Lord and what happened to them. I read these scriptures and then we close. 8.30 we are going home. Okay. Luke chapter 7. But I have to read the scriptures first. Okay. I plan that we are going home at 8.30. But I have to read the scriptures. And now, so let's hurry up and read. Now when he had ended all his sayings, it means he had finished preaching. In the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum. Verse 2. And a certain centurion, centurion servant, centurion servant, who was dear unto him, was sick and ready to die. And when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto, 
unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. Verse 4. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly, saying, This man is worthy, this, this, that he has, he was worthy for whom, okay, he was worthy for whom he should do this. It means it, it, the guy who is asking for the miracle deserves the miracle. Can you imagine going to pray and they tell Jesus that what you are praying for, you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. They, all the angels in heaven come together and they be telling Jesus, she deserves it. He deserves it. They deserve it. They deserve it. Give it to them. Give it to them. Give it to them. Give it to them. That will be our story. That will be our story. Now, why were they saying that this centurion deserves that his servant be healed? Next verse. For he loveth our nation. Number one. The first thing is that he loved their nation. Number two, and he had built us a synagogue. He has done what? Built us. So it wasn't the, the centurion who was praying. No. It was the people. They were telling Jesus, look, you are going around healing lepers, healing Barabbas and all these bad people in town. You are healing them. This guy, he's the real good guy. That, this is the real Magoya. This is the real good guy who really must be healed. Why? He loves us and he has built a church for us. He loves us and he has done what? He has built a church for us. That's it. Even me as a pastor, it's not everybody who calls me for help that I go. Pastor Zolil, is it everybody who calls you for help that you start running? Because sometimes, I, I mean, just even recently they told me somebody wants to see me at 12 o'clock. The person doesn't even know where I am. Wake up in the morning, doesn't know me from Adam. Has sent a message, I want to see you at 12, 12 o'clock. Date, time. And the information is sent to me on the day of the request. So I replied, I said, who, who are they? Who are they? That was my reply, who are they? Who are they? Then they said to me that, they, something, something, something. I said, tell them I'll be in church tomorrow. If they want to see me, I'll be in church tomorrow. They should come and listen to me preach. It's as simple as that. After they've listened to me preach, if they still want to see me, they can see me. They can see me. It's as simple as that. And true, true, between God and I, I don't know them from anywhere. I've never seen them before. I can't pick them in a lineup. Why should I stop my life running after them? But other people come. Look, one day I was sleeping when my phone rang. As soon as my phone started to ring, do you get it? As soon as it started to, I'm many different, but I'm just sharing with you this particular one. As soon as my phone started to ring, I, I, I woke up. When I woke up, I saw that my wife was already awake. So I gave it to my wife to answer. And I entered the bathroom. I started to bath. Do, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? I knew that at that time, if somebody is calling Adam, it means I have to move. That's what it means is that I have to get out of my house. So I don't even have time. Let's begin to talk 
It's all a waste of time. So whilst you are talking to my wife, I'm brushing my teeth, batting and dressing up quickly because of the person who was calling me. Because of the person. Later when I came, they said the person has had an accident at some other place. I sparked my car. I just started to make call. Hey, come, let's go. Come, let's go. Even I remember another case. We went, I had left church. As soon as, after a long day, as soon as I got home, I had a call that somebody had had an accident. I, I just started to drive. I just, I, I, I just taken off my clothes. I wore them again. I just sparked my car. Then as I was going, I started to call. This person, meet me here. You, meet me here. You, by the time they could say Jack Robinson, we had arrived on the scene with about six cars. Uh, the people who caused the accident, they were wondering, who is this guy? Who, who is this guy that one accident, like the cars are just coming, then they park, then they get, who's the one who caused that? Who, where is the guy? <laughs> We, we are even the tow truck has not come. Why? Because the person deserves it. The person deserves it. I remember one day, this department over here, I don't want to mention their name because we are on social media. This department over here, they had a problem with one of my members. I was sitting in my house when that my member called me. He said, eh, I've got into an accident. I said, ah, I didn't know you have bought a car. Because I know the person doesn't have a car, so how do you get into an accident? So, no, it's not even that. Like, I've got into an accident. They say it's my fault. I said, ah, I didn't know you had a car. And so I, I took a cab, something. I said, were you driving? said, no. I said, there's no way it can be your fault. No matter what you did, even if you turn the steer to go and hit a building, it cannot be your fault. It cannot be your It cannot. So I told the person, wait, I'm coming. You just wait, I'm coming right now. Then I arrived on the scene. Come and see me and the whole department. The whole department is here. Me too, I'm here. Later on, Big Joe. Big Joe came with his big stomach to come to stand by me to give me st st stability. I said, even you can call the director. I'm waiting for the director. Come and see the driver talking. to. I, I went to the driver. I said, brother, if I am you. I will just mellow. Yo, why? I said, let me tell you something that is not a prophecy. But I'm telling you what is going to happen in the next few moments. The police are going to come. And when they come, they will ask you only one question. After that question, they'll put you into the aka and they'll go and lock you up. You wait and see, don't go anywhere. It will happen not so long. We were sitting there when the police came. When they came, they said, Who's the driver of this car? He said, he said Come. Then they put him into the car, lock him. Straight. Then they call my client. They ask my client, were you driving? Said no, go home. That's all. End of story. That's all. Why? Because the person deserves it. The person deserves it. The person deserves it. How did this person qualify to deserve a miracle? By building the church of God. Helping to build the church of God. If we will start to help, perhaps the reason why some of our prayers are not receiving answers is because we are not, we don't deserve it. But from today, we are changing the status quo such that when we pray the prayer, the angel will say, she deserves it. He deserves it. They deserve it. Give it to them. Give it to them. Even give them more. Why? 
they build your house. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's rise up and build God's. It's not foolishness trying to build God's house. Having built God's church all these years, I don't feel like I've lost something. I've lost a certain type of life. No. Maybe I've had even a better life. Maybe by now me and my wife would just be quarreling every day. Look, the type of problems church members give us, it doesn't afford us enough time to quarrel with one another. I say it again because you, you guys don't believe me. I'm saying the type of problems and issues, not that they worry us all, like the issues they have that we have to be dealing with, dealing with every day, solving this issue, solving that issue. Look, by the time we finish with the issues, we are already tired. So no energy to start arguing over, why did you give me the neck of the chicken? Look, my gum is even tired from talking. So I just, look, I can eat without meat. It's, it's, it's even easier. I'll get full quicker. Look, one of the days, I was so hungry when they brought my food. I just started to eat the food. I, ate, I Look, I was about halfway through before I could taste the food. <laughs> look, I was almost about to finish the food. Then I started to, oh, does it taste nice? I, I, then I start, my mind started to ask those questions because my priority was I need to eat. Yeah, to be bellyful first. Before we see, is there salt? Which spices did you use? Did you use clopper spice or raja? Oh, hey, we don't have time for all these things. Some of you can quarrel about TV remote. TV remote. You don't have anything to do. That's why you quarrel about internet. You, you, you can't get network, so you are quarreling with your husband. Is he the maker of the network? Is he MTN? Is he Vodafone? It's because you don't have anything to do. Look, one day, look, I've closed, so you guys are the ones making me continue talking. A certain wife, she was saying that she has been there for a long time. There's been no quarrel. So something is wrong. So we asked, what is wrong? So, the way he's not quarreling with me, my question is, who is he quarreling with? I mean, he must be quarreling with somebody by now. Yeah. Listen, let us build the house of the Lord. Let us build the house of the Lord. All your frustrations will come to an end because now you also become God's priority. People will be telling God that you deserve that thing you are looking for. Why? He loved our nation and he had built us a synagogue. Let me show you a second person. David. David's own David. David. This is the centurion. Now let's look at David. Can somebody say amen? So, I said, building God's house. You see, building God's house make you qualify for miracles. Because this centurion, Jesus went and raised and healed their servant and did miracles for him. You will also enjoy miracles as we build the house of the Lord. 
Number two, building the house of God will immortalize you in history. I know you don't understand, but I'll explain to you. It will Im to immortalize to make, is to make you last over a long period of time. And a good example is David. Acts chapter 2. I'm reading 29, 30, and 31. It says, men and brethren, let me speak unto you, let me speak freely unto you of the patriarch, David, that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. So he says, David is dead and gone, okay? Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God has shown has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. Seeing this, he seeing this before speak of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul will not, was not left in hell, neither his flesh see corruption. Now, Peter was recounting David, that David, God had sworn an oath to him, had made a promise to him that his seed will always be on the throne, even Jesus. Jesus. So one of the, one of the main credentials of Jesus is that he's the son of David. If you read the genealogy, everything, Jesus Christ, son of jo Joseph, son of David. Everything like that, king of Israel. Jesus Christ, Son of David, King of Israel. Jesus Christ, Son of David, King of Israel. God has promised that David will always have a descendant on the throne. Always. Why? Let's look at it. Why? Why David? Why not somebody else? Why not Nahum? Why not Moses? But David, look. 1 Corinthians 28, verse 1 to 6 says, And David assembled all the princes of Israel... And the princes of the tribes and the captains of the companies and ministered, that ministered to the king. And the captains over thousands and the captains over hundreds and the stewards of all the substances and possessions of the king. And of his sons with the officers and with the mighty men. And he gathered everybody unto him in Jerusalem. Then David the king stood up upon his feet and said, hear me. Men, my brethren, and my people, as for me, I had in my heart to build a house of rest for the ark of the covenant of the Lord and for the footstool of our God and had made ready for the building. He said, me, what I decided in my, in my heart was to build a house for the Lord. Build a house for the Lord. That, that's what I, have, I had in my heart. Then he says, but God said unto me, thou shalt not build an house for my name because thou hast been a man of war and hast shed blood. God said, no, 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 no. I know you want to build, but don't build for me because, Charlie, you have killed too many people. David was a man of war, a man of blood. I mean, I don't know anybody who killed people in the Bible more than David. Can you imagine?
imagine a little boy, you have killed a giant. The giant is dead. You go and cut off the head of the giant. After you have cut off the head of the giant, you are holding the giant's head and you are walking through town, smiling, and the head is dripping blood and you are walking through town and you are showing everybody that I've they are totis who are killing people. Had, I mean, I don't know, but rare, I, I don't know of any of them that will kill somebody, cut off his head, take the head, and be walking through town for everybody to see. But that's David. Kill the guy and walk through town with the head. And he's just happy. I mean, he has killed the, he's happy he has killed the person. He's walking through town to show everybody. Yeah like war fighting when David was going to get married you know when people are getting married they use cows for lobola why are you laughing I don't know why you are laughing they use cows for lobola somebody's cows are being organized for lobola David when he was getting married he said I I'm not going to use cows I'm going to cut all the men's penises. And that will be the lobola that I'm bringing. Dave, this guy, this guy we are talking about. That's why God said, no, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. No, 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 no. No, as for you, no, no, no. Like, can you imagine? He's walking in town. Any man he sees, he takes a catch. Then he puts it in his back. And when you ask him, what are you going to do with it? He said, I'm going to pay Lobola. (laughs) It's fantastical. Cut one, not even one or two, one hundred. I'm sure he will cut, so this one is too small. Put it aside, I'm going to cut another one. Cut a big one, then it's like any, he's counting. You must really like blood to even count. Not that the Bible didn't say he cut some, he cut 100. It means he counted them. He counted them. Something that you are cutting that will be bleeding, you can count. Then you must really like blood and all these things. That's them. So God said, You know something? You dear, the blood is too much. It's too much. Do you see it? So you let, let somebody else let somebody else do it. But the thing that impressed God was the fact that he had decided to build the house of God. This year may you impress God by a decision to build and to help build the house of God. Yeah, that's what impressed God. Even when God told him, you can't build the house, Solomon is going to build the house. He said, no worry. I'm going to provide the things that Solomon is going to use to build the house. Yeah, God said, no, no, no. You have too much blood. You have killed people. You have killed somebody's husband. You have killed everybody around. Killed Goliath, killed lions, killed bears. Even animals, you don't spare them. You have killed all of them. You can't be saying, okay, no worries. I will buy the things. This year, may some of you buy things to build this church. Yeah. Buy things to build this church. Ask, what do we need? Can I buy it? What do we need? Can I buy it? What do we need? Can I give towards it? Maybe you can't buy it by yourself, but can you give towards it? Some of us sit like we don't want to give anything to build the house of God. 
Yeah. In fact, we treat the church like Sasa. That the church must rather give something to us. But may it change this year in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, it is changing this year. Have faith, lift your hand and say, it is changing this year. Let's read on, verse 4. How be it, the Lord God of Israel chose me before all the house of my fathers to be king over Israel forever. For he had chosen Judah to be the ruler and of the house of Judah and and of the house of Judah, the house of my father and among my sons, among the sons of my fathers, he liked me to make me king over Israel. Verse 5. And all the sons for the Lord had given for the Lord had given me many sons. Had he chosen Solomon, my son, to sit upon the throne of the kingdom of the Lord over Israel. He said, chosen, chosen your son to sit over the throne. He said, Solomon will build. Leave it for Solomon to build. Now look at the testimony he gives. Yeah, Solomon to build. But this is the reason for the testimony that was in Acts. That his seed will always be on the throne. Not everybody becomes king and then their child becomes their successor. No, Saul was the first king of Israel. His son, Jonathan, was supposed to succeed him. But unfortunately, God chose David to replace him. But when it came to David, God immortalized his kingdom. Said that every time there will be somebody from his lineage on the throne. That it will be passed on from person to person. to. If you like, check, check, check all the pastors you know. By all means, there's somebody in the family who was a pastor. Few people are first generation pastors. Today. Today. You were telling me your grandfather built a church. <coughs> because a bad boy like this shouldn't even be in the church. These are the people who should be in hell before even they die. No, before. Like, it's like you're already in hell. No matter the effort you make on earth, you will go to hell. It's like when you play Monopoly, you can fall somewhere and pick a card and say, go straight to jail. Go directly to jail. Don't pass, go. Don't collect. Don't do anything. Just go to jail. These are the people who should go straight to jail. But today, that same person is a pastor. Pastor, pastoring people and a good pastor for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? grandfather built it. My grandfather, in fact, my grand-uncle, is a Catholic priest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those who say, Omnimus, Dumus, Dumus, Amen. One of them is my grandfather. I don't know why he didn't become Pope. I'm believing God to see him soon. I'll ask him, why didn't you apply to become Pope? Yeah. But he's a top Catholic priest. I'm not surprised that out of the work he perhaps has done, 
God said, let me raise another pastor in the family so that it goes on and on and on. It goes on and on and on. As we build the church, God will immortalize us. You see, your generation, your generation. They, we, I mean, we talk about John Wesley today. John Wesley is dead and gone many years ago. But we can't forget about John Wesley. We can't forget them. Robert Mugabe soon will forget about him if we have not forgotten about him already. That's why, you see, we name places, we call this place O.R. Tambo Airport. So that when we forget about that, once a while, when you go and pass it, oh, a time will come that people will ask, who is O.R. Tambo? You can be, a time will come that people will ask, who is Nelson Mandela? They already even ask who is Nelson Mandela because they don't know who he is. Steve Biko, do you know who Steve Biko is? We just know the campus. We know it's a school. But Steve Biko, we don't know. Yeah. But we could we say John Wesley. We remember them. Anytime we see Wesley Methodists, we remember them. John Wesley. Yeah, he's used his life to build the church. Let's use our life to build God's church. We will be remembered forever. Forever. Generation after generation. Generation after generation. Oh, yes. Look, Jonathan was very good to David. One day, David was sitting there many years after Jonathan had died. David was sitting there. Then he remembered Jonathan. Then he said, is there no descendant of Jonathan alive that I can bless? Because Jonathan, he and his father, God was wiping his generation out of this, Saul's generation out of this earth. So he and his father, they died the same day in the same war. Papa, whoever, I'm sure they met John Wick. He shot both of them. Papa, dead. Then they told David, there's one of his grandchildren. His name is, he didn't die. His leg got crippled. Yeah, the bullet hit his leg and he got armor So, his name is Mephibosheth. David said, really? Bring that guy. Let me be a blessing to that guy. One day, God will call, somebody will call your grandchildren to be a blessing to them because you built the house of God. Yeah. You may not be there anymore to be able to help, but then somebody will rise up to help them because of why you build the house of Because you got a beloved? No, because you build the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. I give you number three and then I close. Number three. Before, before eight, eight. Before, before. We must build the house of the Lord because the church of God will be the most important thing in the last days. In the last days. The church will be the most important thing in the last days. And if we have built it, we'll be so happy. Isaiah chapter 2. I read three scriptures and then we close. Isaiah chapter 2. I read from verse 2. It says, it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the, to in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills. And all nations shall flow in it, into it. And many people shall, shall go and say, Come, 
and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the, to the house of the God of Jacob and he will teach us of his ways and we'll, we will walk in his path. Out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. It says, what will happen in the last days? That the mountain of the Lord, which is the church, shall be exalted and lifted up above the mountains of the world. Today the church may not look important to you, but it's just a matter of time. As we enter into the last days, the most important thing will become the church. Yeah. It will become the church. It will become the church. You wait and see. I remember many years ago, this church used to be in Ghana. Then prophet said, let's plant churches in Europe, especially London, UK. Let's put churches there. Oh, but there are already churches in the UK. Those are what people say. Already churches here. There's this church. Then they started to mention famous churches. There's this church in the UK. There's this church also in the UK. There's this other church. Why should we go and put another church there? But thank God, he didn't back. We started to plant churches in the UK. Today, those churches that we planted in the UK is what has saved a lot of our children. Because today in Europe, children don't serve God anymore. No, no, no. Children are following foolishness. And when I say children, children from like 25 years down to about 8 years, they are all following foolishness. All over Europe, they don't respect their parents. They don't respect anybody. They do whatever they like. They, look, you'll be surprised how early they start to smoke. Recently, I had a meeting with a, a parent brought a child to come and see. She said, the child is about 14 years or something. The child is already hooked on. Daha, Daha there is entry level. Daha is like dessert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daha is like dessert. Anything you can think. 14. Pastor's only the 14, one, four. I'm telling you, 14. I couldn't be. I, 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 the mother told me he's 14. But I thought the mother was so I asked him, how old are you? He said, 14. Who done anything that catches fire? I mean, anything that is flammable. Once it can catch fire, he can smoke it. Yeah, once he can catch fire, he can smoke it. He can't smoke it. Listen, this church will become, a, the church we are building, it will become a refuge for our children, for the young ones. I'm telling you. I'm telling So if we don't build it, we, our, we will be shooting ourselves in the foot. Yeah, we'll be shooting ourselves in the foot. Anytime I come, I see our children dancing here. Uh, they are here the whole of Saturday. I just thank God. I say, Father, thank you. That somebody has created this opportunity for these children to be here Saturday afternoon. Because if they are not here Saturday afternoon, the question is, where would they be? Where? Where? You ask yourself, where were you Saturday evenings? When you were at that age, Saturday afternoon. When you were that age. When you were that age, where were you? It's just by some kind grace of God that somewhere along the line you made a U-turn. 
So if they are not here, where would they be? Where would they be? You'll be surprised if you don't join and build so that the church is strong. It exists. It has branches. It has shepherds. It, look, recently we came uh -huh, for these people, they are wedding. Whilst we were waiting for the bride to come, now this bride came quite late. Now, we don't mind when the bride comes late. It's just that the guests came extremely early. So the pressure of keeping the guest's attention now was heavy on us. Sometimes we even encourage the bride to come late because the guests also come late. But this case, it, it worked against us. So whilst we were waiting, we were just standing there welcoming the people. In the, then I saw a group of girls coming. Girls. Look, tell your neighbor, girls. Coming. Look, with shoes, with nice dresses, with hair, with, hey. Hey. So I was wondering, who are these girls who are coming? Hey. So I, I adjusted my eye properly. To find out which girls are these. Then I saw them coming towards the church. I said, oh, okay. Who are these? As then they walk into the church. When they got there, look at them and say, hey. These are our girls. These are our girls in the church. Our 16 year old girls. 16, 15. They were just walking into the church. They said their pastor. I said, where are you going? I said, our pastor is getting married. So we have come. I said, wow. So I look at them. I said, okay. Please, no problem. So when they passed, I look at the other 25-year-olds who think that they are the, the young girls in the church. I said to them, listen. I want you to know something. They said, what do you want me to know? I said, do you, when they talk about the aunties in the church, they are talking about you. They said, oh, no. I said, I said, stop saying no. Red, you are in denial. Red, rather accept it. When they say aunties, you are the ones they are talking about. These are the girls of the church right now. You are the aunties. So then I told them, better rise up and become good aunties to these ones. Instead of fighting them, rise up and become good aunties to them. The story hasn't ended. Then I came to another one that is 30 I said, you, if these ones are the aunties, if these ones are the aunties, then I don't want to talk about where you are. Where I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Why am I telling you this story? I'm saying that if we didn't build the church, 
somebody will be misusing these ones by now. Yeah. Somebody will be, and, and you see, and when it comes to also girls, one of the things you should know is that the body grows first before the brain catches up. Do you get it? So you can see it's a, it's a, a, a has a, 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 a four by four body. But it has a motorcycle engine. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying in English? Yeah, the engine inside is very small motorcycle. If it's a car, it's 1.0 capacity. Meanwhile, it has a 4 by 4 So the, the, the engine cannot pull the car. And girls, don't, don't get angry. Is that true? I mean, you now think about it. Some of that even at 22. Some of the things you do, do you think that if it was a V8 engine that was inside, you would do what you do? So it just, all they need is one bad 18-year-old or one bad 19-year-old and the whole thing is destroyed. How will we present that? By building a church. By building a church. By building a church. So that such people can be protected. And can, even when somebody is suggesting such foolishness to them, they can have an auntie and run to the auntie and say, Auntie, I met this person. This is what auntie said, I don't mind this boys. That's how they all are. When I was your age, somebody did the same thing. It almost destroyed my life. Avoid that mistake. Yeah. Avoid that mistake. Avoid that mistake. And I'm sounding a warning to those of you who are in the church and destroying the church girls. Look, you destroy God's angels and see what God will also do to you. Yeah, you'll be there. I'm telling you in advance. Should I say it again? I. Those of you who are in the church and you are destroying God's girls, God is coming for you if you don't repent and change quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I know I'm preaching. When I preach a good message, the church becomes quiet. Yeah, I know. I can tell. The church becomes quiet. But back to what I'm saying. Let in the last days, God's church will become the most, imp- it will become the source. Bible says, upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance, and the people of God shall possess their possession. The church of God will become a place of deliverance for almost all of us. Yeah. It will be, God will lift up the church and he will put it on top of every high thing. When Bible talks about mountains, it's talking about high things. So he said, he will lift up the church and he will put it on top of every high thing. Which means the church of God will become the highest thing. The highest thing. The highest thing. The highest thing. That's why we must rise up and build it. And God is giving us an opportunity this year to build God's church. Maybe hitherto you have taken a break. I was taking a break, a little one break. I was just taking 2018 as a break, but... It has become an extended break. God is giving us another opportunity. 2023. 
20. God is giving, once we are alive, God is giving us another opportunity to build. This is our opportunity. Let us build the church of God so that God will build our lives. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close. Build the church of God so that God will build our lives. God will build our lives. Father, lift your hands. Let's pray. Father, thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. I pray we lift our hands in serenity and say, Lord, use us. Use our little Use our match. Use our skill. Use our expertise. Use our abilities. Use our energy. Use our time. Use everything that we have to build your church, Lord. In the name of Jesus. That the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We thank you. Lord, we are sorry for the times that we have withdrawn our hands from the plow. Forgive us. Have mercy on us that we pulled back from doing your work. We say, Lord, this year, thank you for another opportunity. We are going to build. We are going to put our hands to the plow. We are going to work to build your church in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. amen. Why don't you say a louder Amen. How many of us are going to build the house of the Lord? Yeah. Little, with your little and with your much. With two hours, three hours, your day, use it to build the house of the Lord. God will build your life in a way that you can never build your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. You are here tonight, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my heart to be my Lord and be my savior. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe you died for me and you rose again. I confess that you are the Lord of my life. Satan, from today, you have no more power over me. I belong to Jesus and I will serve him. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083 773 1605. God richly bless you.